fellow listeners, and welcome to another episode of the RT Show. This is season four, episode eight, and we're going to talk about fatherhood again because we have a fellow co-host who uh, <laughs> two months old. Yeah, welcome, baby boy, <laughs> to the world. Who thinks I'll stand? To the world of me. <laughs> yeah, it, obviously, you know, for myself as a, as a dad, it's always great, you know, when you, you know, when you have a new, a new baby arriving, you know, when you can <laughs> see your eyes in. It's not, it's not good. But yeah, how, how, how are you feeling, Rich? How, how, was, how was the moment when, when the baby boy arrived and how, yeah, how you, um, yeah, how you, how you feel, how, how can you, it's a beautiful struggle, man. I ain't even gonna lie. I think the build up to the birth wasn't it wasn't the best. We thought that Kate had preeclampsia, so they went into hospital to induce. She was in hospital for four days, and Neo weren't coming out. So I missed basically eight shifts of work for it. Obviously, work with fine and is not a problem. Um, and then I think it was the day after his due date, that's when he decided to come. Um, it was four sets of delivery, similar with Nobar. We looked at him, fell in love, all that gooey stuff. Um, it's it's something different about having a son to, to a daughter. Mm-hmm. And I can't put my finger on it. I think when I, we had Nova, she's my first born, and she's so precious and distant. You know, I got to look after. When I looked at Neo, it was it's a different thing. It's like, yeah. oh man, yeah. you gotta bang you up, man. You gotta yeah. do you get what I'm saying? It's more more masculine. you've got a more masculine energy and then yeah. and then ooh, it's the questions you ask of yourself, that's the killer. It's like I'm not the most typically Masculine man, as it is, really, that, yeah, that would be a massive surprise. I know, it's a, yeah, and it's I have to negotiate teaching him those sort of stuff, which I didn't know myself, and then like did it grow up with my dad. And hundred and one questions coming in at five years, and you've got this bundle of joy, and he don't care about your foolishness. He just wants to be fed, changed. Sleep and anytime he wants to, he's waking you up. He's he's doing these things, and it's been difficult because I think because Katie wanted to breastfeed exclusively, and we were doing like breastfeeding, giving the bottle. That's what we agreed. But all the plans we had, they just got thrown out the window, and. You feel, I thought we would be kicking ass and got the thing sussed. Two months and it feels like I don't know, still don't know what. It feels back with no, it was much easier because we've already established a routine. Yeah. But we're still struggling to establish him in a routine. And people could say, oh yeah, but the baby has to do what he wants to do. But you can't be breastfeeding two, three o'clock in the morning. Because a couple of hours later, if, especially if I'm working at Kate, you've got to get up for work. Yeah. Uh, get up to take over to school, or I've got to come in from work, get over ready. Kate might take, or I might have to take over to school. So it's a mad one. 
But it's stressful and you feel you can't get 100% at everything. Something's got to give. So it's like, I haven't seen you guys in a while. So like your social life, that's outdoor. Yeah. All right, cool. We've got another daughter in the house. So it's like, well, we're having to kind of tag team. It's like a tag team championship match. It's like, you know, which, when Kay's with Leo, I'm with Nova. And like, me and Nova been cooking. Like today, we've got a lot she made noodles and an egg. But she was so proud of it. It's like sharing still because we spoke Nova because she was the first grandchild, first listener. We spoke her, you know, so what? You know, we're not perfect, but it's her having to adjust to that difference as well. And she's doing well. And she's, I think we're still, she struggled a bit. I'm not going to lie. No, it's not. She hasn't struggled a bit. I think the circle is been a change and she's adapted to it and she understands but she can't still help feeling jealous she can't still help feeling that because Katie's filled she says oh he's constantly breastfeeding so she's kind of I want to say missing that missing elements of the relationship with Katie but Katie's doing well like she'll do stuff like baking like do little stuff and we tell her can't do it as we did before, but we've got what we're trying to do now is rather having the quantity of time, we're doing the quality of time. Mm-hmm. So like me and Nova, we've been playing Zelda together and stuff like that. Um, I feel like I'm rambling. But it's it's stressful and it's difficult. I'm not gonna lie. But what routines would have to change from being a swimmer? Yeah. yeah, man, I used to beautiful eight hours sleep, man. I went out of the window, man. And yeah, you know, girls and kids routine change. You know, all the routines She had her she had a routine, you all had a routine, but then it shifts as much as you you try and keep it as it is inside the relationship because there's this whole new person who like you said if it's in the so, um, so you're trying to shift that routine, but not too much that you could you could have to accommodate what you want yeah. as well and then try and make it fit in. To be honest, her routine has a change because she's a very good and good sleeper, which is in the same way. race. Um, so the question is is getting her to bed and then that during that time. Either I'm giving him his bottle for that or Katie's leaving. So one of us is like tag team. When I'm at when I'm not at work, it's tag team. Goes in with Nova, reads her. Instead of reading her chapter, might just read the page mm-hmm. and discuss it and stuff. It's little tweets, mm-hmm. but she's it's made it easier, but at the same time, like we're keeping an eye on it's something that we're not taking for granted because I remember I went to London and she was baking in Paris, my little sister. She said, Oh, of course I'm going to tell baking in London. And it's little stuff like that. It's like, <laughs> like that little girl in the head. It's like, even though you think you're doing well and you're doing the best, she still feels a way to be able to address that. Um, so, yeah, it's, 
beautiful travel. How how is it for you changing from one to two? Okay. I suppose with with um sort of going from one to two when I when I when we had Rosalind, um it was all it was like from you know I mean, a blessing because of how you know I mean, good she was. Uh, the baby you learn all new things and yeah, me and my wife we learned so much um, from that and we, you know, I mean, it helped us understand, okay, we're ready for number two, for number two around. We go through the stages of what's, you know, he wants to come really. So it's, it, it was interesting when everyone noticed Caleb arrived. It was, uh, it was like, right, we go three here now, how are we going to balance things out? You know what I mean? Um, school rooms, obviously my wife was in school rooms, I had nursery rooms and making sure, you know, I had got my son off, um, you know, at a good time. Uh, so I can get into work and get my head down. And it's just those things with the travel in, making sure that, you know what I mean, you're going to the right home, so I'm in. And just all those little things you kind of have to kind of keep on the ball with what's going on, so I don't lose track. But it's just thinking of, because of the nature of work, it's like, I'm almost not losing any touch of anything on site. All those kinds of like assemblies being able to go to them, I just feel like I've not had a chance properly because of the workloads and what's coming in. I'm hoping all the time it will help. But I think with going back to the question around the routines kind of different with the sun, I think, compared to obviously girls, because I think with um with my son, therapy, it was almost a case of we can more needed. I think I don't know if it's a boy thing though. Um, and I spoke to my mum about it. I said, oh, no, obviously we've got, we've got four brothers and sisters and brothers, but we all need them. And I said, actually, she goes, a few of you were, but a few of you kind of self-independent after a while. Mm-hmm. But I think because my, my grandma, you know, they brought me up as well. Yeah. I mean, that helps balance the load and yeah. someone else to help out. Ah. But I think it's when they said, we said, grandparents and someone else to work to kind of get, yeah, yeah to do things where they get money on the table. So it's always and rely on them at the time. It does even itself far, I think, all the time. And it's said my goal will learn the process as well. So there's the like the edge of the time. Right. Like I'm speaking to all the dads as well, who've got boys who are around the age where Caleb is or older now. It's like it's around five. So I've got five. <laughs> and it's two more years where you've got five years of uh, ブレンペンラケツリーもちろんやねロフトンもあ、ちょっと違うんですかみたいなね。だったみ、ですね。ポーキングだみたいな。だオールスクール。だオールスクール。だ。だ。だ。だ。だ。だ。だ。だ。だ
his brother. I was cleaning the grave, like doing this, talking about this, and I'm glad I could talk about the stresses I've got in my life mm-hmm. because they're manageable stresses. Mm-hmm. And you know, we're all healthy, my children's health, everything. It's not perfect, but it's good. And by the grave, it's gonna really turn the tone out. There's three um, graves, small graves, Mm. children, two years old, three years old, 18 months. So I'm glad my children cry through the night because it reassures me that they're healthy, they're alive, they're responsive. So we can sit here, we can talk about how hard it is. We find a way, we always will find a way. But literally one of the graves, the funeral was done today. So someone today needs to bury their child. So for all the parents out there and everyone listening, it is not, life is tricky and life is sticky. It could always get worse. Sometimes we just need to, and I had that moment of clarity where it was just like, you know what? I'm good. I'm good. So appreciate what you've got. <laughs> you ain't got a choice. Yeah, well, yeah, everyone got a choice. Just before I was with it, you just got to, there's always, there's always something that can be a little bit worse. Yeah. So appreciate what you've got. And the new phrase of it just kind of good, life is tricky, life is sticky. Yeah. But it's all good, man. But it's all good at the end of the day. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it, you need to say, right? I think there's so many other things that, that go on. Um, you know, the people's lives, and you kind of know, you, you know what I mean? Being obviously a parent and stuff, it's, I'm just only blessed, really, to, you know, to have children, because I know that other parents don't get the opportunity, or have the opportunity of have, you know what I mean? No, I mean, dramatic events that have occurred, yeah. not, um, not been able to have that fulfillment, really. Um, so it's, it's just always being positive, you know, to keep being around it, trying to be positive, and, you know what I mean, try to do as best as you can, that's all you can do. And sometimes good enough yeah. is not the perfect thing for good enough. It's just good enough. Yeah. Well, that's a wrap for us, guys. Um, thank you again all for listening. Uh, and, yeah, look out for our next episode coming to a headset near you. Thank you.